Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Saturday, October 5th, 2019. Here is some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. This morning we're going to look at market stats for different Canadian cities. I'll start with Hamilton, my home. We'll look at some broad strokes in uh, Brantford, which is another market to pay attention to, Toronto, which is, I think, a benchmark for our, all of Canada. Um, that's not true. It's not a benchmark for all of Canada. But where Toronto goes, it's just a good indicator to see what's going on in the busiest city, one of the busiest cities in Canada. We'll look at Calgary because Calgary's, re- I think, it, it looks like it's recovering from a downturn. It's a much different picture than anything in Ontario right now. Uh, let's start with Hamilton. So Hamilton is always fun to look at. Well, lately it is because it's it's been doing pretty well. So the report it reported uh, one thousand twenty sales of residential properties, and that's in the um, Hamilton and Burlington area total in uh, September 2019. So that's actually down from August and July, but it's up from September. It's up 3% from September of last year. So let's dive into some specific numbers. The tricky thing about Hamilton is a lot, sometimes it's numbers on a broad stroke, it's numbers get combined with Haldeman County, Burlington, Niagara North. And so it's just not a really good representation of what's going on in this city and then even then like this city is pretty diverse too however average sales price in 2018 September 2018 was 582 let's take it let's zoom in here Nope, 502. Average sale price in Hamilton. All residential property types. 502 in 2018, 554 in 2019. 1,200 new listings, about on par with last year, just a bit lower actually. And days average days on market, 28.9, which is down from 31.9, so that's good. Houses are moving at a decent rate. Um, by property style, and this is where it kind of gets interesting for Hamilton. <laughs> so uh, the average detached house in Hamilton will... In 2018, in September 2018, went for 536,951 to be exact. The average detached home in Hamilton in September 2019 went for 612,306. <laughs> Significant increase. Uh, townhouses are up almost $10,000 on average to to 
464000 Apartment style are up by about $400 uh, from 322 417 to 322859 Hamilton's new listings um, up by about 20 new listings year over year. Detached. The semis and townhouses in 2018 the number was 229. This year there were in September there were only 178 new listings. So fewer being put on the market. And apartment style was 68 September of last year, is 74 September of this year. Average days on market is 30 exactly for detached houses, which is down from 31.9. Semi is 25.1, which is down from 32.4, which makes sense if there's less, if there are fewer new listings, less time on the market, or um, less availability. And apartment style is at two, uh, 29.9, down from 36.7. Now, I really wish that they would also give us numbers comparing to August. If it's down from August, that's an interesting thing. Usually September plays a little bit better. Um, but overall, it's good to see that Hamilton is in a good position. I, I won't go into it in this podcast, but I always enjoy the breakdown in um, the Hamilton areas. So there's Hamilton West, Hamilton East, Center, and Mountain. That, that's how the Real Estate Association, Realtors Association breaks it down. It, it'll break down sales and, and sales numbers in those two, and that's always fun to watch. Um, it's always interesting to see which parts of the city, where people are moving to and selling in each part part of the city and what the house values are in each part of the city. But that's pretty granular data and if you want uh, so a link to all of these all of all of this data will be in uh, the show notes if you want to take a look at um, how Hamilton's doing on a like in each section of the city. Scroll to the end of the RAB, R-A-H-B.ca link, and it'll give you uh, residential market activity for RAB areas, and the top of it is Hamilton West, East, Center, and Mountain. Okay, let's move on anyway. Let's, let's check out Toronto. Toronto. Uh, on a very general level, um, Toronto Real Estate uh, Board reported... 7,825 sales in September 2019. Year over year, that's a 22% increase compared to 6,414 sales reported in September 2018. Um, The average sale price in Toronto is... $843,000 
$115. Now that's across all property types. So the average detached house in the 416 area code was 1360 in the 905 area code is 946,000 and so that averages to 1,050 for detached houses. Semis in total are at 833, 833,790. Townhouses are at 677,387. And condos are at 595,013. All of those numbers represent increases from last year. So Toronto's on the up and up, it's recovering. Okay, let's take a look at Brantford. And why Brantford? Um, because Brantford was named like number one city to invest in. Uh, money sense. Um, who else? There was a couple magazines that actually named um, Brantford as the best city to invest in. So let's take a look at their numbers are sitting at. Okay, Brantford average price of homes sold in September 2019 was 464,000. That's up 9.7% from September 2018. Um, the year-to-date average home price is 451. That's up 7% for the first nine months of 20 over the first nine months of 2018. The so for for context, Brantford total number of sales in Brantford was 189 units. So Toronto was over 7,000. Hamilton was just a shade over 1,000. Brantford, <laughs> so it's a much smaller market, uh, but it's doing very, very well, and um, just your typical blue-collar city, uh, and its average sale, sale price is not that far from Hamilton's, you know, interesting. Um, let's check out Ottawa very quickly. So Ottawa has been heating up over the last couple of years. Um, so September, 1,549, yeah, 1,549 residential properties sold in September. That's up 11.8% over last year. They're expecting a bit of a slowdown because of the election, which I think every market will see. Average sale for condo in Ottawa last in September was $309,000. It's an increase of 9%. And then all other residential class average sale was $487,000. Um, 
the amount of inventory there was a, a note in here Uh, the amount of inventory available is actually getting is is tightening oh he just says despite a challenging year of historically low inventory September sales continue to be extremely strong and that is the president of the Ottawa real estate board Dwight Delahunt they don't really give numbers on that without having to dig further so Ottawa's a really good market right now good appreciation um, a really good rental market as well as far as um, I've heard okay so let's take a look at Calgary now Calgary is in a funny spot they are struggling but I think they're on the rebound it seems like they're on the rebound For the third consecutive month sales activity improved over last year's figures and year-over-year -year new listings and inf inventories eased. This trend will help support more stability in the housing market. Um, so they don't use a whole lot of numbers and this is actually fairly typical. <sighs> they're in a rut. They don't really want to advertise where they're uh, prices are month over month or even year over year because that, that can be a depressing trend to watch so they're going to look for ways to find um, good news in those kind of numbers so you'll, you'll see a lot less numbers in these kind of reports a lot more percentages and stuff like that um, because it's easier to say well you know this stat was up so many percent but they may not even want to say what the actual numbers were uh, September inventory levels are still elevated at 6,889 units, but this figure represents a decline of 13% compared to last year, so that's some more specific information. What they do say is September cities, September's citywide unadjusted benchmark price of 424900 is 2% lower than last year's level. So this benchmark thing, they don't take an average or a median, they just take the benchmark um, they say improve. They actually explain this improvements in sales over the past three months were not enough to offset pullbacks. Oh, sorry, just a minute. Uh, they explain that like they used the benchmark because it's a better indication. Here we are. The benchmark price represents the typical home price as the benchmark price represents consumers uh, willingness <laughs> I'm sure they meant willingness <laughs> to pay for the same type of home it provides a better representation of price changes in the market commonly used approaches such as median and average prices can misrepresent price changes as we do not know if the shift is caused by a change in the composition of what was sold that's true I still like hard numbers rather than this benchmark crap, but whatever. Uh, so I downloaded their actual report. Let's go all the way to the beginning. 
and actually they break down their numbers very nicely like there's a ton of statistics if you actually done download the report um, so for a detached just straight detached home uh, 2018 788 sales 2019 826 sales Um, the, in, the number of inventory of detached houses is definitely down from 4354 to 3607 months of supply is also down for detached houses. It was at 5.53 months of inventory down to 4.37. So stuff's moving faster, which is good. Um, gosh, sales to listing ratio, listing price ratio, listing price ratio. Never mind, I'm not even going to mention that. Days on market, 52, 50, a little longer. Interesting, though. Oh, no. Yeah, a little longer. Hmm, interesting. Uh, from 52 days on market to 55 days on market. So, here are the prices. Their benchmark price for... Detached homes, 488.7. Median price is 457.7, and the average price was 454.4. Sorry, 442.4. So the benchmark falls in between the median and the average. I like the median because it's just like smack middle, like the absolute middle sale was four, $457,750. Um, now for the whole, for, for the whole market, median price was 405,000 and that's down a bit. All of the prices are still down a bit. So the number of sales are rising, new listings are dropping, inventory is dropping. That's good. That's good. Sales are, sales are increasing so as long as sales are increasing, like if sales decreased and inventory decreased, how do I paint this picture verbally? As long as there's a sales increase and the inventory drops, that's a good thing. But if the inventory drops, the number of sales drops, and the number of new listings drops, that just means people aren't trying to sell their houses. That's why the inventory dropped because there wasn't as many new houses being put on the market. The number of sales, so naturally the number of sales isn't going to climb as well. So, or the number, the inventory isn't going to climb as well. Sorry. Anyway, I think Calgary's in a better position, even though the the price is less. Um, if there's a bit more sales attention on the city, it's a good thing. Anyway. Okay, so that was Calgary, that was Ottawa, Brantford, that was Toronto, and Hamilton. Cross shot. So overall, like, I mean, Ontario is doing well. Our, the economy here is strong. It's generally, the right training it's generally easy to find a job even without the right training like minimum wage jobs are all over the place now affording housing with a minimum wage job that's a completely different topic um, there's a lot of specialized jobs in um, in Toronto and uh, and there's still a lot of investment 
like big commercial investment in Toronto and, and, and throughout Ontario. I don't know a whole lot about Calgary, about Alberta. I tried to find Edmonton's stats, but they don't, they don't have it up yet. They just have August's stats. Um, so it's just interesting. I really only pick up Calgary as like a comparison that like just because it's a Canadian city doesn't mean it's following the same trend, right? Like it's its own market with its own economy and its own completely different trends. So that was a very number heavy episode. Maybe a little tricky to follow. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get better at that. I'll map this out a little bit more next for next month so that it's easier to follow. I want to do a good job of, I want to do an excellent job of giving a cross-section of what the country looks like. And I want to do that without like fumbling through so many different markets. The problem is Canada is so diverse. I'll probably focus on Ontario just because that's what I'm most, I'll always focus on Ontario. That's what I'm most familiar with. And then provide um, the prairie, like Alberta. Uh, I was hoping to find Winnipeg's numbers or Edmonton's numbers to kind of give a better idea of what was going on in other provinces. Uh, Calgary was the, had the best up-to-date numbers that I found. Winnipeg didn't have anything posted either. So anyway, going forward... I'll streamline it a little bit more, but it'll still be Ontario heavy just because it's where I live. It's what I pay attention to. It's what I understand. But I'll also try and provide um, some Western markets for context, greater Canadian context. If you have any comments um, about the statistics, uh, particularly if there's a, a trend in your market that isn't being talked about but you think is worth talking about, I'd love to hear it. Um, if, particularly if you're at West and you're, you know, what are you seeing? I mean, what are your sales like if you're a realtor, if you're a mortgage broker, if you're an insurance, um, if you're an insurance broker, like how's that business doing? You know, it's a little different. I mean, it definitely helps sales, home sales help, but I imagine it's not directly correlated. There's got to be other influences. So what, what else is going on in Calgary and in, in the Western markets um, if you're an appraiser? I'd love to know. If you're an investor, for heaven's sake, I'd love to know what your investment play is out West. It sounds like you can get housing pretty cheap out there. How's the rental market? I should look at that. I should find rental reports next. Email me, recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. If you want to continue to get Canadian real estate news uh, on the daily, Monday through Saturday, I don't do it on Sundays, you can subscribe Real Estate and Coffee is on Apple Podcasts, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on Spotify, 
uh, and I think in total about eight different platforms. If you have someone that enjoys talking about market stats, send this episode to them. This might be of interest to them. I pay attention to market stats because I'm a broad strokes kind of person. I like seeing, I like paying attention to overall trends. And I like hard numbers. I like, like, because that, well, I mean, it's just, I like to see actual indicators of what, how people are actually behaving. What's, what the sales actually look like, what the median and average prices look like. And I, I like paying attention to all of this because I want to get a feel for the context I'm I'm in, I'm in what we're investing in. I mean, obviously Hamilton, Brantford, um, St. Catharines too for us. You know, I'm paying attention to those numbers because I want to know what the value of our investments are. And it's always interesting. Like even. I like the contrast between Ontario and Alberta because even Calgary, who is, they've been struggling, you know, Alberta's been struggling for the, for the past few years. There are signs that it's, that it could be rebounding now. It's cyclical. It's such a, it's your money in, in, in real estate is, some of the is some of the safest, especially if you're investing for cash flow, is some of the safest investment. And in fact, investing out in Alberta right now, um, you know, still doing it wisely, smart, doing running your numbers right. Be easier to get in. Find good rental properties. Start building a cash flow portfolio. That's something that Grant Cardone's always talking about. It's like cash is not king. Cash flow is king. And I tend to agree with that. Now, Grant Cardone's going to be in Toronto on November 9th at the Wealth Hacker Conference. I'm going to be there. I bought my ticket. Uh, I get to, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just spending time with other cash flow investors. I mean, there's going to be a lot of um, real estate investors, but all of us are looking for, looking at unique ways to uh, hack traditional routes to financial independence. And I'm looking to connect with other people who are just interested in building wealth for the right reasons. Guys that, people that just want to make money because they want to, I don't know, they just want to party or they want to be able to stay in crazy hotels. Like, I don't mind that. That's not why I want to make money. Actually, I want to build something, you know what I mean? So I, I want to be around people who are of the same thought process and I and I know I'm going to find that at, I'm excited to find that at the Wealth Hacker Conference. I got my ticket at a bit of a discount. I can give you a bit of a discount too. If you go to wealthhacker.ca use the discount code real wealth all one word. So wealthhacker.ca discount code real wealth.
There'll also be a link in the show notes if you want. And if you're going, um, email me and let me know uh, you're going and we can set up set up a meet and greet or something. Love to meet you face to face. It's Saturday. Enjoy your weekend.